I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? All right, we're in it. We're in it. Hello. 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 Welcome to a very special episode of Breaking Backwards. It's our... 10th episode extravaganza yeah it's a it's pretty exciting to be this far along in a series i mean it's it's an episode where we're just gonna look back have some yucks uh and just reminisce about the times that we had together me meg and you the audience i noodled with the idea of editing clips from our old episodes from our backlog oh and uh editing them together and inserting them here but i don't think i'm gonna do that that's fair. If you did do that, I would suggest playing that song by Green Day, Time of Your Life. Oh, that! what a hit. Yeah, it was good. They'd, uh, they'd sing it at the end of summer camp every year, and everybody would just cry and cry and cry. They they sang that at the end of my summer camp, too, and then a Jesus song, because oh. it was Catholic youth camp. Mine was a nature camp, so then we just stared at a fire, I think, for a little bit longer. What's camp like when you don't have church in the middle of every day? Mm, uh, the best, man. You just... Uh, <laughs> You just go, you, uh, honestly, I can't even name the amount of boys I made out with at summer camp. It Hell was... fucking yeah. And then you just go on camping trips and eat garbage food and, you know, like talk about boys. It was great. What, what was Jesus camp like? Uh, it was pretty cool. I, there were people making out, but I wasn't one of them. Uh, uh I like, I heard stories about people like sneaking out of their cabin and making out, but mm. I was there for the Jesus. <laughs> Did you ever have it where like you got to go into town and to the like local ice cream store and get ice cream once a week? Nah. Oh, that was nah, a, we didn't do anything like that. That was a big part of my summer camp experience. We got to pray. I I and, sit and reflect that I might have been more excited about the ice cream than the making out. Now that I think about it, because the uh, <laughs> I, that's always true for me, baby. <laughs> Um, well, can you hear dogs right now? I can hear some dogs. Ah, Jesus. All right. Well, maybe if we be, they're really, they're really riled up out there. You should okay. bring one in and interview it and see what that dog thinks. She'll, one of them's going to come scratching at my door any second and I'll, I'll interview her when she comes in. Okay, cool. Uh, um, so say my name, uh, mm-hmm. starts Adam. out. Yes. Uh, that's you. And it uh-huh. starts out, uh, and there's a, a whole Baldy brigade uh, driving through the <laughs> desert. I was that was the first thing I noticed. Yeah, well, yeah, let's put on our jackets because mm, uh, it's so cold. It's so cold, but this is a pretty hot, cold open. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty piping. Yeah, it, it's piping hot outside. It's hot tension. Um, everyone is hot. Yes. Of the three Baldies, which is the hottest? I mean. It's hard to say, like, objectively on looks alone and think Walter White is the hottest, right? More hot than Jesse. I don't really think Jesse's even a little bit attractive. Really? Yeah. I think Aaron Paul's pretty attractive. Oh, okay. You got that voice! I mean, yeah, the voice sells it. Yeah, but he talks like that. I don't know. I also have that thing where I, well, I'm, I'm getting out of it, but, like, for a while I liked older men, and I, now I think I'm over that. Oh, okay. But for a good two-thirds of my life, I liked older men. Uh, except, well, then I get it. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I was dismayed at how uh, 
so Mike Ehrmantraut, he's not wearing a prosthetic nose. That's just how he looks in real life. Mm-hmm. That's his face. Wow. That's his face, the same God from Jesus Camp gave him. Well, like, mm-hmm. was he born with that face as a baby? Did like... I, he, it's weird watching him. He's had like an old man's face forever. Is he like Hank? And so it's weird watching his, some of his older roles and stuff. And he's never like Ben. This is his biggest role ever. Yeah. Uh, that I, I mean, shit, I should. I should have researched that before I just I think said he it. was in Gremlins, ever. but, you know, that's just one oh, movie. Oh, yes. And he was in, oh, me and you went to, actually, at the party where I first came up with this idea, we were, me and you were at some guy's house and he was projecting some old movie on his garage. There's a bunch of kids there, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that was, uh, that guy is a pretty big deal. I don't want to drop any names because we're in the Well, biz. me and you go to a lot of people's houses. A lot of Hollywood. Deals, but this one was a big party. deal. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was with that Jeff Goldblum movie, right? Because wasn't he in it and John Lithgow? Yeah. And so this guy was in that movie. Okay. Or, Jonathan Banks is his name. Wait, is, um, did you just for... create that idea then? Or you had, when did you come up with Breaking Backwards? Pro- literally probably earlier that day. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's and neat. I was like, and I was like, that would be fun. <laughs> um, cause I, yeah, because I was doing that other podcast, but we weren't really recording anything. I was like, oh, I want one that works. But, yeah, because you said that, you know, that it was hard to get that one off the ground. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so what are your thoughts on Mike so far? You've, you met, you've heard him. He's been an idea. He's been just a ghost. And now here he is. Well, that first scene, right? Uh, he mm-hmm. doesn't really say much for most of it. Uh, he just kind of stands and looks menacing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, well, what a menacing looking old man. Uh, he seems to, you know, be, uh, you know, the stoic type, I guess. Man of few words, I think was my exact comment to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was. That was a whole standoff. I didn't realize, um, is that guy Declan? Is that the, the other guy that we were talking to? Uh, yes, the, the long-haired fella yeah. is Declan. So, I, so we watched him get killed. I never thought I'd see him again. I literally thought that mm-hmm. was just a rival meth gang that you saw one time. I didn't realize he was going to come back. Now I know. Yeah. I would have <laughs> said he was an under five. Oh, good point. I got well, it. I guess he had, a, he had a bunch of lines, so he wouldn't have been an under five. I got to use more context clues like that, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have that conversation there. Uh, which mm-hmm. was pretty much the the like uh, idea of the conversation was that Hank, uh, I'm sorry, not Hank, but uh, Walt was like, hey, um, you can't have what Mike promised you, which was like ten, a thousand gallons of methylamine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, I'll cook the meth and you're going to take over Mike's job, which is to distribute the meth. And um, you're just going to make $10 million on it. Give, and, uh, you're going to net profit $10 million because you're giving Mike five. And that's mm-hmm. that. And that was kind of. Uh, and he just just swings his dick around. Yeah. And then he chucks it. a big old bag of meth at him and goes, you like it? Say my you name. You like that? You li- yeah. Rub <laughs> your fucking nose in it. You, you babies. You know you want it. Um, yeah, you want my meth so bad. Yes. Uh, and he compares it to Coca-Cola. Which I took issue with because I mm-hmm. there's a part of my heart that really enjoys. He says, the exact words he says are like, yours is off-brand, tepid, room temperature cola, and I'm classic Coke. And I was like, there's a, there's a place for uh, tepid cola. Uh, and it's for when you have a tummy ache. It's really useful. So Really? Why not just get Coke? I'm just saying, like, maybe you don't want to drink Coke when you're sick and you want to save some money. I don't know. Okay, fair. That's a fair point. 
Also, when I have a tummy ache, I drink Sprite. Oh, yeah. Which is a Coke product. <laughs> Fair. And um, it's my favorite soda. Is Coke your favorite soda? No, Sprite. Oh, Sprite's favorite your soda. favorite soda. And it's like, so like Coke and Pepsi, I can't tell the difference. People tell me they can. I, I, I Okay. Uh, Sprite and 7-Up, huge difference. There, there's a big difference. The yeah. Apples and oranges. They're different drinks entirely. Can I do a snack tangent? Yes, please. Wait, was it on the podcast? I forget that we discussed that double stuffed Oreos aren't actually double stuffed. I was just texting you that privately. You were texting me that. Okay. So it was like, they're like 1.8 times stuffed. Yeah. So I texted you this weekend that I was at a convenience store and they have a new type of Oreo called the most stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's just insane how much stuffing's in there. Um, and I had one mm -hmm. and, um, I just want to say, uh, we shouldn't have questioned what we had. Uh, it turns out 1.8 is the secret sauce and it was the best one. The most it was too much. I had um, mega stuffed recently, and I didn't dislike it. But I will say, for having something like for making what I usually have Oreos for in my house is making like um, Oreo milkshakes, and mm -hmm. the regular or the double stuffed is you're right, the exact right amount. Otherwise, you just get a lot of like random white goop in your mm -hmm. double stuffed or you're in your um, milkshake, and that isn't as fun. It's just not the right well, consistency. I just. We live in a world with Oreos thins now. Yes. And I, when I saw those, I was like, what a dumb fucking idea. More stuffing is what we want. We've, <laughs> we've, we've spoken. And I had them. And I thought, well, maybe less is more. Uh, because you eat that and then you appreciate the stuffing you have. Mm. And it makes the cookies really pop. So these were all the thoughts I had this weekend. And I just kind of wanted to get them off my chest. Well, thank you. I remember you specifically asking me to review the most stuff if I could find them. And I was like, sure, but it feels like it's an experience you should have. I'm glad to hear that you decided to take the plunge and eat one Oreo. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, good. It was, um, it was good. good. It was good, but not as good as it could have been. I hear you. It seems yeah. like, was the cookie any more dense or any thicker than, so it was exact just- Exact same cookie. See, that's, you know, it feels like you need an extra crisp to that cookie in order to cancel out how much mush you're getting. It couldn't, they kept falling off. Like they, I had to like reassemble two of them. Yeah, because I bet like it's, the the, the stuff's too greasy, it won't adhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay, good to yeah. know. Yeah, it looks like Oreo someone made in their fucking dorm room. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh, okay. These haven't graduated. It's <laughs> uh, too much excess. My daughter recently got Pop Rock Oreos um, that were out to... I yeah. have had those. Yeah. They taste like poison. I don't understand them, but uh, yeah, they they were celebrated. In this instance, they made them for uh, the, the, the new Trolls movie. And uh, I got them as like, a, hey, look, quarantine's not so bad. They got these Pop Rock Oreos. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's kind of like a fun novelty for them. But I, yeah, I don't understand why anybody would put that shit in your Pop Rock or in your Oreo it filling. It tastes like cleaning supplies. It's so bad. I do. It's got a chemical taste to it and a chemical sheen. Yeah. If you look at the like cream, it's not normal. Yeah. Um, I guess we should take our jackets off. Okay. That now that we got yeah. rid of our now that we got snack through that. tangent. Um he mentions Gus Fring again. I just want to bring that up. Yeah, he says that he he mentions Gus and he said he kills Gus. And I was like, this Yeah, did Gus you not know that? I I knew that Gus was dead and I figured he must have done it, but you know, I I've learned not to make assumptions in this show. Well yeah, you had that crazy theory that Walt kills Mike. 
going into this episode. And it turned out to be true. Yeah, that's true. So that was a time where one of your wacky assumptions turned out to be totally right. Uh, you know, the episode we watched before this had just a fucking body in the back of the trunk. So I knew he killed mm. somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, or found a body. And was just like, I'll hold on to this one for good It was good like, luck. ooh, litter. <laughs> um, so then uh, guide me through the next part. I, uh, I was uh, just too jazzed uh, to see Mike. Yeah, I know. Mike was Mike's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting so, how quickly I liked Mike. I was like, oh, this is a guy who doesn't take shit. Because it, is it the very next scene in the cold open where uh, Walt is trying to get him to say thank you? And he's like, fuck you, basically. Or uh, No, he in the next one, they're getting in the car. And he's like, I don't know how you did it, Walt. But blah, 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 blah. And then Jesse's like. Hey, I don't. I'm out too. <laughs> and I, yeah, why? So what'd you do that for? And then Walt's like, God, God, I'll, I'll, come on. I think your mic impression might be my favorite one so far. I think that's the. What's, well, I don't even remember how I did what I did. I mean, I can't. But I don't know that I could. You did a good job. Yeah, I think you do a really good mic. <laughs> Walter, <laughs> I guess we're through here. Uh, yeah, and then that's when they're like, uh, he says he's peacing out, and, and Jesse says he's peacing out too, right? And then... Yeah, well, and then they go back to their little headquarters, and he's like, I have I have closing thoughts, of which I have too. Oh, yes. And he, yeah, and one is that he's going to pay for his guys, but we know what happens to his guys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, two, um, that they need to get a bug out of Hank's office. Okay, so I didn't know what, like, if that was a, I didn't know exactly what that was referring to, obviously, so mm-hmm. that became clear later in the episode, but I was like, a bug, yeah. you say? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, mm-hmm. Did you think it was, like, a literal bug? Like a beetle? Like, no, they put a beetle in his office? No, I just didn't know, like, I guess I didn't, I didn't consciously think about it the entire episode, and so now it's mm-hmm. all coming together where, like, when he's listening out by that well... Uh, to the phone call with Hank. That now it's all coming. In. Now it's now I'm making connecting yeah, the dots. Yeah. yeah, this is guys. This is the cool stuff about this project. This is what happened. Because <laughs> just with a little push, I get Meg just like whoa, 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 whoa. My, oh my god, mine's being synapses fun. just start firing. Yeah, what a fucking what a fucking good idea for a podcast. This is uh, definitely a journey. I'm. I will say I was totally committed to this podcast from the get-go but i wasn't sure how long you'd be interested in it or if like a couple minutes in, we'd be like this is too silly uh but now <laughs> 10 episodes in it seems like there's really no reason to stop ever and we should just keep powering yeah. through yeah yeah wow what a journey we've been on it's just 10 episodes <laughs> let me uh man, that reminds me of one of my favorite clips right now Okay. All right. All right. I'm glad we were okay. visiting. Wow, what that. a cl- yeah. What a memory. <laughs> uh, and so after that, uh, Mike leaves. Yeah, he leaves that car with some money at the airport, and keep that in your noodle because that'll come back. The airport. Yeah, and how he like mm-hmm. had to climb up on that. He did some like little bit of parkour. I feel like there's better places to stash a car than the airport. That's the one thing I don't get. Well, there's people people that keep their car there long term. It's not uncommon to have a car parked there for months at a time. You know what I mean? Really? You can pay for monthly parking at an airport. Um, long-term parking's not. And it's not very crowded, as you saw. So I, as long as you go for, like, those distant lots, I don't think it's a problem. Okay. Well, 
All right. Did you hear that, Vince? Meg had your back. <laughs> the one time. And I was dunking on you. I was about to say, 10 episodes into this show, I'm done. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, okay, so he does that, and then we cut to a fun new character, Dorothy Yobbs. Yeah, I uh, immediately... I went, what the fuck? Because I just, like, both of these people look so pronounced and have such a strange uh, uh, rapport. I mean, it's cute, but I was like, what is happening here? Dorothy is lovely. She's a treat. Uh, I'll say I don't think she's in another episode. So we just get a little bit of Dorothy who loves baked goods. Yeah, she's, I don't, so I don't know if that counts as an under five. I think that's just like a guest star. I think that's a, yeah, that might be, I guess that's a guest star because she did talk a lot about her husband getting that boat. Um, yeah, so we won't be talking about her later. This is, if you have Dorothy thoughts, get them out now. I just think she's great. She's Because we're, we're done after this. I thought she was great. I thought, uh, well, one, I thought her taste in cookies was terrible because the guy was like, these are banana bacon cookies. And I was like, could I not think of a worse combination? That sounds so good. No, I, I hate bananas. I have not had one since I was five. Oh, you haven't had banana? You don't like bananas? I don't like bananas. I think they're disgusting. I don't like all fruit because it tastes like uh, rotting garbage to me. But uh, oh. bananas in particular and banana flavored things, I when I was pregnant, if someone ate a banana around me, I would get sick. Like it, it was a lot. Um, oh, man. So when they said banana bacon cookies, I was like, one, what are is bacon doing in cookies? I make a lot of cookies. Guess what's not in them? Bacon. Oh, you've never had bacon in cookies? No. I guess I've oh, lived really a good. very like, sheltered have, life. <laughs> have you ever had bacon on a donut? A maple bacon donut. Yes, I have yeah. had that. It's like, it's kind of like that, but a cookie. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Um, I God, so you would hate this thing that I love to eat, which is I take like two bananas and I mash it into a bunch of almond butter until it's like a paste, and I just eat that. It's so good. It sounds awful to me. <laughs> oh God, so good. I like I would, almond I butter, right but I don't like what uh, you just described. If you're listening and you have some around you, please mail that to me. <laughs> um, I would love it. Uh, okay. I also so, hadn't recognized this guy when he was out of jail, so I. Oh, I had, to, I had to remind Meg that this guy, she has seen this guy before. Uh, he gets, uh, I forget how he dies in the next one. He's one of the guys. I, I don't know if he's one of the stab, stab, stabs. I think he might be. I wasn't, I really don't remember that sequence. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember how it happened. But yeah, maybe it was one of the stabs. That, those, remember how we talked, to, not to go back to another episode, but in a previous episode, you talked about like your biggest fears uh, mm-hmm. and turn, and one of them was getting wrongfully incarcerated. The other was getting just like the shit kicked out of you and you can't help it. Mm-hmm. One of my fears, I guess, not too different from getting the shit kicked out of you is just getting fucking shivved. Both of them oh, yeah. are actually revisited in recent episodes. Cause the other one is something that happens at the end of this episode where it's like, I've just shot and dying now and I'm aware that I'm dying and there's nothing I can do about oh, it. That Then yeah. I have to just like cope with the idea of mortality for five scary minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, guys, death is scary. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing to confront. Um, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Try to avoid it. If you possibly Try can. to avoid it. Um, yeah. If, if you think you're going to die, just, Try not to. Just get, uh, put your attention somewhere else and just power through those thoughts. Um, mm. So we see this guy. I've come to believe he is the lawyer of Michael Ehrman Trout, uh, but I don't think he was ever born with the name. I think it's just lawyer. 
And oh wait, does he, he does he does have a name and they do say it. He out. has a name. It's Dan Washburger. Yeah, like a real dumb name. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Mike kind of like uses him. He still uses Saul, but he's also the representation of Mike's guys. Yes. Um and so he's, uh, you know, making small talk. Then he just, once uh, Dorothy Yobbs leaves, uh, he distributes a lot of money all over the place, uh, leaving the most to Kaylee, who we know is Mike's granddaughter. Because we, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike got some and then his kid got some. So you can look Yo. goofy as shit and still have a legacy. How about it? His get his kid fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Obviously. I mean, clearly once. At least the one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mike loves grandkids. Yeah. Uh, there's a, just a thing about old men and their grandkids. It's nuts. Um, mm-hmm. And then what, where do we go after that? After we see all the money get distributed? Uh, the lawyer talks to Mike and he's like, hey, so we probably won't talk for a while. So do you want to like Kiss? hang out? Yeah. And yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I was just going to go to Dave and Buster's. Do you want to? come with and mike's like I, okay <laughs> and then there's that weird scene where they're at dave and buster's for like 20 minutes they're playing the midway games and then uh mike gets mm-hmm. really frustrated because he gets uh he was in the middle of the Lorecraft tomb raider shooting game and his mm-hmm. gun won't mm-hmm. aim right and he's like this fucking thing is busted and he's like, and then he pulls out. He's like, I own a gun. I know how they work. And the lawyer's like, uh, that's five to ten years. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's funny because he's a lawyer. Yeah. And then that's really. Mm-hmm. We go to the next scene. Yeah, we go to the next. Yeah, and that was because like I thought I was like, this is a weird setting, Dave and Buster's. And then like, well, okay, so they'll they'll drop some bombs, like something. And it was just all like they could have cut that out. It was a real. I think they call that a set piece. Uh, where yeah. we're really just playing the setting and nothing good gets established in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was like a bad improv scene where you're just talking about where you are the whole time. Yeah, and there's no conflict. There's no con. There's just like, oh, we're at Wendy's ordering burgers and here is some nuggets. Like, it's just, yeah, that, that scene reminded me of bad improv. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what happens next? Oh, 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 we, oh, we skipped this one scene. Ooh. Uh that wasn't on the Wikipedia, which pisses me off. It's an <laughs> interesting scene uh, where Walt goes and gets the methylamine from the car wash. And he's kind of a, a mean jerk to Skylar. I didn't appreciate that at all. Yeah. I got I got mad. Uh, I think you you heard me get mad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Skylar is like, hey, what's going on? Here's a big old jug, a big old. I don't even know what you call that of methylamine. And there's. Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing? Who's it for? And he's just being an asshole to her. And I was like, that's your wife. You yeah, married like, her for better or worse. Yeah. He's just like, I got this, babe. <laughs> babe, I love you. And I got this. That's all he had to say. That's all that it would have been so easy. Like, babe, it been so much, let me take care babe, of this. You're gorgeous. <laughs> but I got this. And then she'd have been like, you know what? He's handsome. And then gone on her way. Yeah, that's how most things are solved in marriages. Yeah, but instead he was like, I'll handle it. Which, okay. (laughs) Okay, Walter. (laughs) You're not handling it well. It is fun watching Jesse talk to Skylar. Have you seen Jesse talk to Skylar before? No. No, that was the first interaction, I believe. Hi, Mrs. White. (laughs) And then they both look at the side of the car and he just goes, Vamanos. Yeah. 
which is very fun. Um, what is the deal there? So how come Jesse calls everybody Mr. White and Mrs. White? Like, what's what's the deal there? I mean, I, I refer to my elders by sir, ma'am, Mr. Mrs. Hmm. Okay. Uh, no, I don't really. Uh, it's It'll make sense. Do you know how Jesse and Walt originally met? Yeah, because of um, chemistry class in high school, right? Yeah, so he's just he always called him Mr. White. He's his teacher. So he just kind of kept on that on. I guess I would have a hard time redefining like that name if I started mm-hmm. cooking math with somebody that was once my like high school teacher. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um but then back to where we were. Uh Oh, Jesse uh approaches Walter and Walt's like, hey, can you help us get set up? We should get a power washer. washer. And then Jesse's just like, but I said I was out. Oh, oh yeah. So, and then. uh, It's a pretty, that's like an, that's like an Emmy clip for Jesse. And then Walter, is, is this the part where Walter is like, oh, is this the scene where Jesse's like, I'm out all the way? Or was it when like Walter's like, you can give me a couple more cooks to get going. No, that was earlier. This was when he's like trying to start a cook and then Walter's like kind of blowing smoke up his ass and he's like, mm-hmm. uh, you were every bit as good as me. You can start your own lab now. Uh, oh yeah. And you can, what are you going to do? So at first this, 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 uh, at first how he approaches this is very uh, not insincere at the beginning because it seems like he's actually concerned that Jesse might start using again. I don't know how long he's been clean up until this point. I know he's not clean after this. Uh, um, so it seems like he actually does show some concern. But then when Jesse is like pretty persistent, he gets way more manipulative. And I didn't, I didn't care for that. Don't do that, Walter. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that, Walt. You should not do that. And then he doesn't want to give Jesse any money, which I was like, unfair. Give him his cut. Uh, what a- which he gets his cut later. He gets it next episode. That's true, but what a dick. <laughs> but like, it's like six months later. Is it really six months later after the fact? Oh yeah, because they have that time. I remember it now. They have that montage. Yeah. Right, right. And then, yeah. Which is like, you know, shitty. Yeah. And so- Walt, Yeah, Walt, you were, yeah, you were kind of bringing up at that one time when you're like, are we supposed to like Walt? And I think this episode more than any is you're like, yeah, no, look at him. Jesus. How do we have a whole series based off someone we all agree is the fucking worst? Oh, well, maybe he gets better. He starts off okay, and then... Maybe he becomes a nice boy. He he starts off a nice boy that you had sympathy for, and then everybody else around him gets better while he gets worse. That must be it, right? Maybe. I don't know. We're only 10 episodes in. So we're 10 Uh, episodes in, and we don't know how the character development's going to go, but we do both agree that Walter is just no good. He's no good. Don't let your daughters marry him. I'll try uh, really hard. Uh, Skylar's dad, no, no, no. Shouldn't have... Allowed that to be. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, yeah, and and Walt, like we said, could be doing the exact same stuff, but just once in a while has to go like, babe, you're great. I appreciate you and all you do for this mm-hmm. family. Babe, you're the best. You, got, you keep right. it tight and you got such a great tush. Mm-hmm. You gotta just look at that... Fanny, it's just, can you, just, let's both hold it right now. <laughs> Let me just take a moment and look at you and bask in how lucky I am. That's all he mm-hmm. has to say to her every once all in a while. All he has to do, and then meth empire. Yeah, and he could have had it all, except, you know, he was also dying. Um, yeah. yeah. So, we okay, we have a little scene where uh, Hank is in, a, is, he's in his big boy office, and he's, a, he's in a big boy meeting with some guy on a screen, 
and uh, they uh, the guy wants to talk to Hank, and he's like, "You're you need to stop following Mike around." But I think before that, we see a Hank serve Mike a uh, search warrant, and they go through his house, right? Right, right. I really, yeah. you know I think I really found that I liked Hank, and or I liked Mike in this scene because of how he interacts with Hank. When he's like, if you want me to read this, I'm going to need my glasses. God, I need my glasses. (laughs) So cool. So cool. And then he's watching old movies. Yeah, I wish that I had half the balls this guy had. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just wish, yeah, because he has just no neuroticism whatsoever. If a police officer drives past me, I get nervous. Like, And he's got the whole DEA of Albuquerque flooding his Mm -hmm. place. It's insane. Uh, (laughs) If you want coffee, it's over there. Yeah. Oh, lovely. A lovely man. And guess what? You know you're never going to have to, like, see him die again. Yeah, I just had to do it this one time. <laughs> this one time. And you know, yeah, he's 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 here, baby. That's true. Uh, I like, uh, so yeah, I like that scene a lot. And then, yeah, we go to the DEA. Because um, we saw, before that, we saw Mike get rid of all of his stuff. He threw everything into that well, and then he got raided, mm-hmm. and now I think he thinks he's in the clear, pretty much, right? Yeah, well, he got rid of all of He had a lot of guns. Yeah, he had a lot of guns. Uh, yeah. Good for Which him? Is... No, bad. Good for him. Bad? Good? Oh, bad? Good. Uh, he was protecting his family, okay, man. Yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah. it's good, it's good, it's good. Okay, okay, okay. It's justified. It's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah. Um, NRA, if you want to be a sponsor of this show, we'd love to have you. Uh... <laughs> Just uh, shoot me an email, and uh, we'll get it taken care of. All right. We should really start courting them more. The NRA? The NRA, We're yeah. both such big gun people. We're, me and Meg love just twirling our pistols. Uh, I Yosemite Sam fire mine every time I walk mm-hmm. into anywhere, really. Uh, that's not true. I took the safety switch off my gun so that it's just... It's on not safe all the time. But do you know what's the least safe? Hmm. Not having a gun. That's, this is weird. I, <laughs> no, I like this. I like actually saying my real beliefs on Mike May. Okay, fair, fair. It's a free yeah. country. This is a platform for free speech. Uh-huh. But anyway, so uh, me and May, I think we have like 80 guns between us. So NRA, if you want to sponsor our podcast. That, uh, this would be please. the right pa- podcast to sponsor. Mm-hmm. And I do, I am in the market for a bazooka. <laughs> I would love that NRA. Uh... I don't, I don't, I, I would just like, uh, Tomahawk missiles. If NRA, you got any of those, I would like that. Oh, cause send us some Tomahawk missiles. We'll talk about them and we'll give a promo code yeah, to how to get them. We'll give an exclusive review of Tomahawk missiles on our, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be the first ad will be square, Squarespace, then Tomahawk missiles. It, it, it's a, you'll be printing money NRA. <laughs> um, so then we, we get back to the scene where, uh, Hank is getting reamed out by his boss, who's like, "Hey, stop that! You're uh, mm-hmm. you recently had a promotion, is what I've gleaned from the scene, and you're not using the, your funds well by just uh, favorite be, making this case your favorite. You have ten other cases, knock it off." And that was kind mm-hmm. of him just getting reamed out. And then you know who comes up at the end after he gets reamed out? Norm or Steve? Steve. Yes, it was Steve. Uh, and Steve's like, "Man." You look like mm-hmm. you've had your little tushy uh, spanked, and and Hank goes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then he says, but he only said this was something I. This is a characteristic in uh, 
I'll, As a mom, <laughs> I feel like you've heard shit like this all the time. It makes me so mad like, when men do this. She didn't. Like, that was a very much a. They, there's no rule that says dogs can't play basketball. Yeah. Situation. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what it is. Because when Hank says he he just said to stop tailing uh, Ermin Trout, he said nothing about his lawyer. I was like, you sneaky bastard! I well, technically, yeah. he's correct. Yeah. I there's nothing that makes me frustrated more than. Uh, I've never had a grown adult woman do that to me. I've only mm-hmm. had adult men try to be to push it. I call that pushing it. That's my mom term for that. And also, my children are like, "You said I couldn't have a Rice Krispie. You didn't say anything about having any gummies or whatever." Mm-hmm. That's what that situation was, and it made me mad, and I was so angry. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you keyboard slapped pretty hard. Yeah, just ham fisted. Yeah, when that when that scene came on. Um, so then they do that and then they, uh, they, uh, they cap, they capture the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dorothy, Dorothy's a little upset when he comes in with cake pops. Yeah. He brings in homemade cake pops, which I was like, this guy really commits like for a lawyer who has a full-time job. He really loves to bake and bake to sweeten his situation with Dorothy. Well, they, so there is a whole, so obviously like you, they, you, you make cuts when you're trying to like edit your show down to fit however many episodes you're going to do. Yeah. And there was a whole subplot this whole season where those two fuck hard. A lot? Um, a, a lot. On that table and in that room? Yeah, on that table in that room, at Dave and Buster's, uh, just everywhere. Like, it, it's... Uh, and it it makes sense they cut it because they cut the whole thing and you didn't even notice it was there. So, and I think just this, their relationship is a little remnant of that, uh, that abandoned subplot where those two, like just jackhammer each other that's fair because when when he hands over the cake pops dorothy gives him a look like how could you i i was starting to fall in love with you but also like oh boy maybe i dodged a bullet what'd you go and get yourself into now mm-hmm. um so that was there was that was a very loaded exchange for sure and then he goes into the yeah. lockbox room or um i guess safety deposit box room and he turns mm-hmm. around and who's there but steve gomez and his cronies steve! Fucking with the best smile. Just the biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen. Yeah. That was like the first time I've seen Steve smile, maybe. I'm not sure. It was such a smile. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we cut to... Uh, oh, then... Okay, so then Mike's in the park and his lawyer calls him. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh but wait. No. Uh, there's an interaction. Walt's crying. Yes, but like something happens where... Walt goes home and Skylar's right. kind of like short. Well, she doesn't say a goddamn word to him. They're eating microwave meals, which I was like, that's mm-hmm. too bad. Uh, yeah. And she takes her food and wine and leaves. And then Benny, they go over to uh, Walt. Hank's office. Yeah, and, crying yeah. with Hank. And that was, I think I even said like, this is a different type of emotional manipulation. I find really, really gross. I generally don't like it when men cry, but when men cry insincerely, that's, that takes the cake. I really don't like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it worked. Yeah, you got that bug out of there. Yeah, so they had several bugs. Uh, they had the one. They, they had one. It looked monitoring like his computer. Okay. And then one, like one, an audio one, just in a picture. Frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he talk about right place, right time. Yeah. Uh, he happened to be there at the exact time that they mentioned that they are gonna arrest his friend. Yeah. So then we get to the park where Mike's just loving watching his daughter on the swing, and his daughter is like, "I'm good at this, and this is working my core and glutes." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Get it, girl." Yep. And then 
And then she talked like too much about her CrossFit class. Yeah, there was a big part where she was like, I know they only say to do it three times a week. I do it five. I, I'm still mm-hmm. seeing results. I don't see a plateau. And she's like, I could like, if you want me to help you get set up, I can totally get you set up. And I'll get a referral like, discount and you can uh, just come to my gym and we could actually do it together. Yeah. And Mike was like, I'm really fine. I'm I'm fine. Like, thank you. I'm glad it's working well for you. Yeah. And then she kind of just pushed. It was a, it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, at the same time, then she got back on the swing and he got a phone call uh, yeah. from uh, a phone I used to have. That was very exciting for me. I really loved it. You that were phone. very jazzed about this <laughs> yeah. during the watch through. <laughs> I used to have that one uh, from his lawyer who was like, hey, pal, where are you at? I want to talk to you about something. Let me come to you. Oh, I'll come to that park. And they, after they immediately hang up, he... Uh, gets another call from Walt who's like your lawyers flipped on you they're coming for you right now get out of here and lo and behold the cops show up and I guess he abandons his granddaughter at the park yeah which is mm-hmm. mean it's mean yeah there's some cops there they'll take care of her what it, I mean we've talked about this on this podcast before cops good always good always um always never done a bad thing cops are the best cops cops are you know I, I feel weird. <laughs> it's okay. So we talked about this before. It's true. Cops are mm-hmm. uh, never have any ill intentions. They're all mm-hmm. upstanding individuals who all have yeah. jobs that are completely in line with their moral code, which is sure. 100% sound and logical. Yeah. So he left him with two cops, basically two angels. Yeah. And that's so I uh, like if, if two firemen there, no. Uh, no, no, no. No, because I mean they're too hunky. They're too hunky. It's too, uh, just uh, yeah. Like what? That was the gamble Walt took earlier. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. The, yeah, um, cops are just they're 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 sweet puppy dogs. Yeah, that are just them. not that they don't have short temper or make questionable decisions ah. ever. Anyway, uh, then we get a dose of jizz with uh, <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. Oh yeah, so we get, we get Bob a super on a lot injection of come in the episode. Yeah, we get a lot of different levels of Bob in a lot of different ways, and it mm-hmm. is working for him. You know how some men mm-hmm. are just naturally sexy, but then when they get angry, they're even sexier. Yep, that's triply true in this scene. He is just and reaming these men out. We've seen other men get angry on this show, and we've kind of like been turned off a little bit. Sure, but when Bob's angry, I am like rock hard. I, I'm like, tell me what I did wrong, Bob, please. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so he's so good at it just reaming him and he's like that lawyer's a piece of shit and it's just it works yeah it works. and he paces a little bit and you can tell he's just feeling mad uh-huh uh-huh a little angry man he's so good at being That's angry shit. yeah yeah fuck Ugh. come on our podcast bob bob please please we need you so bad 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 uh he i went to a lot of the same colleges as bob odenkirk so we could get out of town uh, yeah isn't that so surprising so there. There's a very real chance that you both get the same emails. Yes. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's very true. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see. What else do we got? We got... Um, well, Mike calls and he's scene. like... Uh, yeah, I'm t- I was just too... I was too blown away by Bob Odenkirk. It's yeah. hard to keep it straight. It, it's hard. It's... it's Yeah. More than it's, one way it's hard. I, just thinking about it right now, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little frazzled. <laughs> I was like, does he do CrossFit? It looks like it. He probably does a lot of CrossFit. He's probably, he definitely does CrossFit, and he doesn't tell anyone about it. He just does it, and you, if you ask him, he'd be happy to give you some information. He's like, it's like how sometimes people push their church on you, and you make it makes you mm-hmm. less willing to get involved, but when somebody mm-hmm. 
is like, how do you have your life so together? And they're like, oh, let me tell you about Jesus. You're a little bit more willing to listen. That's what it's like yeah. with Bob Odenkirk and CrossFit. Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm a, way more willing to listen because you can't argue with those results. Yeah. You're like, well, I mean, you look like you could play for the San Francisco 49 Absolutely. And so I'll take any fitness advice I can from you, Bob. Yeah. Because look at you. You're perfect. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, well, so the Mike calls and he's, he's got he's got that bag oh, yeah, he's that like, he left at the airport please, for some reason. Please go get my go bag, uh, but mm-hmm. not you, uh, Walt. Or no, not you, Jesse. And um, Saul is like, absolutely not me. I'm gonna. They're gonna jump on me. So Walt's like, I'll do mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. And I guess, like, the second he says he does it, I'm like, oh, here it comes. I really don't want to yep. see it. Oh, we also missed the whole part where he teaches Jesse how to, or um, Todd how to cook meth. But Oh, right. Yeah, he teaches Todd how to cook meth, and it's kind of cute. Uh, um, I actually had a question about that. Is Todd mm-hmm. considered, like, a big old dum-dum up until this point? Because he kind of treats Todd like, he's like, I don't need you to be the best scientist at the world at this. But mm-hmm. please just try. And it kind of sounds like, you know, he's just like, can you just please just try to not be an not, idiot? Todd's not like a big old dum-dum, but he's just like, I don't know, it's like hard science. So, and he is trying to teach him all of this just so he can have a lab hand. But then, and like, yeah, at the end when Todd's like, I'm going to need to do it a few more times. Uh, Walk isn't the dirtiest look and he's like, yeah, a couple more times. And I was like, he's just trying to be oh, nice. Oh, I didn't see it as a dirty look i thought he meant like oh yeah it's gonna take a few more times oh okay all right that's how i read it and i know we're hard on walt on this podcast but i that's how i read it i gave him the benefit of the doubt in that one because hmm. Walt like walt seems to like todd a lot uh it seems like he feels like todd is a good runner-up when he can't have jesse yeah mm-hmm. um he's a good egg yeah so then well not really we we know what he <laughs> he's does later a fucking but, yeah. crazy psycho <laughs> he shoots he shoots andrew in the head yeah um, for no discernible reason other than to make Jesse cooperate. Um, mm-hmm. so then, uh, then we're, we're back to him getting the go bag. Uh, we're back to Walt mm-hmm. getting the go bag and finding Mike, uh, over in that pleasant area that did seem nice. And he's looking at the stream and throwing rocks in the water or whatever. It seemed like, but, a- but, oh, before that, uh, Walt sees the go bag and he opens it up. He's like, well, let me just take a look in here. Let's see what's in here. And we see that he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. And once we'd like to remind you, the show is brought to you by the NRA. <laughs> and uh, we just see him go like, oh, that's a nice gun, which we've all had that feeling. We all take a moment to just admire mm-hmm. guns. And admire then admire your firearm. Yeah, just say like, wow, that's a lot of power by mm-hmm. itself. It's useless when I'm without it. I'm useless. And we say that thing that the army people say. And then we move on with our day. And that is what oh, we yep. assume happens here. He just takes a moment yep. to uh, enjoy the majesty of a firearm. Hundred and ten percent. Then he Very takes true. the bag and goes and meets Mike, mm-hmm. and, and he's probably more relaxed because to know you have that much safety to, around to you. know you're secure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Hundred percent. No reason to be stressed uh, out there. But then uh, this is the time where it, the Mike's like, "I need my bag because yeah, my my eye drops are in there," <laughs> and uh, Walt's like. I'm going to need the name of your eight guys. Well, it's nine guys. Gets, um, nine guys. And Mike just kind of gets in his face and is like, huh, huh, and just grabs it, <laughs> which is cool. It's sexy. Yeah, it was definitely the sexiest Mike could be. This is a confident. Mm-hmm. I, what Mike makes lacks in being 
uh, Hank, he makes up for in, or Bob Odenkirk, he makes up for him being extremely confident and relaxed in all settings. So you're pretty hot for Hank, too, I right? can't help it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was... most of the men that aren't Badger and Walt and Elliot, uh, they're all pretty sexy. Wait, you don't like Jesse either? Or Jesse. I think Jesse's very sexy. That's cool. I don't really like mm-hmm. Todd either, though. And I don't like any of the Nazis. Mm, yeah. So I'm going to say that I'm, I'm reversing the thing I just said a few seconds ago to say I like Hank and I think uh, Bob is sexy. And well, yeah. uh, end of list. And I also think the sky is blue. I, yeah, that's, that, <laughs> you didn't need to bring up that one. Yeah. Um, uh, go for it. Have you ever had anyone do this to you in an argument? Like uh, when you're done, just go, you're welcome, like in a shit, shitty way. I ha- I've had someone say that to me before. I feel like that's something that... Should I name drop on Mike? I probably shouldn't. Uh, probably shouldn't. Okay. I feel like that's something that uh, like ex uh, romantic partners of mine have done uh, to yeah. me for no real discernible reason. Uh, and then you're kind of like, that, it seems like you're just saying that could, to continue the fight. That's that's mm-hmm. not fun. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, it's not good. But don't do when it. It happens you don't, to you. you don't do each... you like it? Or do you go, oh. No, I don't like it. Do you know what Walt should have said to it? What? Should have said, "Babe, Mike, you're really good at what you do, and I would love the names of those eight guys. Uh, and you're a sweet man. And we made a lot of money together, and I appreciate all the hard work we put in together. But instead, he's like, mm-hmm. mm, I made you money. <laughs> Respect me. Uh, and then Mike gets all up in his face and says, like, you're the one who fucked everything up, a-hole. Not me. And that's that, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty, that's, that felt like an Emmy clip, too. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure Mike was up for best supporting for this season. Mm. I don't know that for sure. And I think, I'm pretty sure Jesse was, too. I'm pretty sure Jesse won. Okay. But that Mike, he can act. Good job. You, with your pride and your ego. You fucked it up. You, you fucked it you up. You fucked it straight to hell. We had we we had a good thing with Fring, you dipshit. Uh, and then, uh, so fr- I, I think Fring is your next like dead character that you're hearing a lot about. I, that, like, this maybe... was the first episode I feel like I heard about Fring. Or... Oh, we've talked about him. No, oh, uh, who, Gus. Is that Gus? Gus. Yeah. Okay, so yes, I didn't realize his last name was Fring. I just thought it was Gus. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the first time, or not? This is the first time I'm hearing his last name, at least uh, where I'm recognizing it. Yeah, I I know of the idea of Gus because it seems like okay. he was a pretty scary bad guy for this series. Yeah, um, they they um they brought him up. Hanks mentioned the Fring investigation a couple times in different episodes, and then like um, that, remember when Marie slapped Skyler? Yes. Uh, she bring she brought up Gus Fring. Oh, okay, there, okay. Maybe just hearing mm-hmm. the name Fring out of context, I'm like, what? Yeah. What? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's stupid that we all have two names. Yeah, we should all just go by one name, uh, monoslavic uh-huh. Uggs or something like that. Make. I would love it. It'd be so much easier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then that cool shot where. Mike walks to his car and Walt walks to his, but then Walt walks back into frame all pissy. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of. They're very thoughtful. With at least you know twice in an episode, I feel like they're very. They have very thoughtful, expensive shots, and that's one of them. 
those like long. What was the other one? Uh, well, there is the one where Mike's where in this instance, the one where um, Mike is already there and Walt's pulling up and Mike walks back from the river uh, up to Walt. And that's a really long shot where they like pan up um, and he walks right. up into frame. So this I think this scene in general, they just poured a lot of money into. It probably took a yeah, long it was time. Kinda... <laughs> You felt something was coming as soon as you saw Mike skipping those rocks. Yeah, I mean, I I think I started messaging you about how unhappy I was about what was about to happen, you know. Because you just met this guy, which is good. So we're going to go back to our old uh, thought experiment where this is the 10th episode of a show. Yeah. Uh, good job, writers. I want to see for... a lot more of this guy. You dropped this guy. Hey, Jonathan Banks, he's been in old movies. He's joining our cast uh, th- this week. And he dies this episode, but you're going to love him. And they, they crushed it. Yeah, they did a wonderful job. This character, bravo, I loved him. Um, yeah, one, wonderful, 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 wonderful. <laughs> uh, but uh, so then, yeah, Walt shoots him. In the tum-tum. In the tum-tum. Yeah. And then he chases him a little. They play tag. <laughs> and then uh, Walt's like, oh, I could have gotten the names from Lydia. I just realized it. And then Mike says a bad word. Yeah, he went... Uh, he says, Fuck. yeah, that actually blew me away. I was like, did this air on television? Did they bleep it out? Like, uh, every season has, I believe one fuck and it, it wasn't bleeped out. It's just like, it, would you shut the, up oh, okay. And let me die. I think season five has two fucks. Okay. And then, yeah. And then, um, better call Saul. They have, they, they I think there's a few more, although you can say fuck now on, like FX or AMC. Yeah, but I think it's also for a while, like on Comedy Central, it was after a certain time that it aired. But you're yeah. right, I've been watching stuff on FX and they say fuck a lot. And it's always sunny now. They'll just straight up say fuck. And I'm like, oh, cool. Have you gotten into it's always or uh, what we do in the shadows? Is it good? I really want yeah, to. Yeah, it's great. It's but awesome. they say fuck I love constantly. So, yeah. No, no, no. The, the show is great. You'll like it a lot. I, uh, I, the AV Club had an article the other day, and it, it just said the what we do in the shadows is on an incredible hot streak. Uh, there was an episode a few weeks ago that I think you would have appreciated, but if you don't know any of the characters, recapping it will li- really not do anything for you. So, is there anyone from the movie in it? There was only one episode uh, where they brought the two uh, two of the vampires from the for, from the movie back, but they just are in one scene. Uh, besides that, it's a they're following different vampires mm. um and it's pretty fun like i like it a lot i heard it's great yeah i've never heard it i haven't heard anyone say anything bad well this it. is uh, meg ryan resounding endorsement both to you adam and our listeners to definitely check out what we do in the shadows i will do that mm. i've been making my way through old simpsons episodes right now <laughs> oh did you get season 12 is where i'm at jesus did you get it's... disney plus then uh, I sure did get a Disney Plus login and password. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, it's weird watching, because people always say The Simpsons got bad at, like, after, like, season eight, mm. and I'm on season 12, it's pretty solid. I still, although these are the ones I was, like, a kid watching new, like, so the season I'm watching is from, like, 2001. Okay. Um, and it is interesting watching their pop culture world change <laughs> slowly. Like, now they're talking about, like, the internet and eBay and like Pokemon. Yeah. And earlier they like 
other thing. I don't they just know. talk about like Murphy bowling, Brown, yeah, and skateboarding yeah. and shit like that. Anyways, the nineties. So show. Mike uh, swears at him. He says, no, "Shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up and let me." Will you shut the fuck up and let me die? Well, shut, don't say a bad oh. word. Jesus. Oh yeah. Oh shit. He said a bad word. He said, "Shut the, shut the bleep up and let me die." And let me die. And then he's just okay. sat there and staring at the water, and while trying to make conversation a couple more times, but he goes stop, stop, and then he just passes. He falls over and dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hated that. That was a really hard one to watch. That would have sucked to see if I had watched it with the regular show. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Mike could be a dick in every other episode. I think he's going to be a likable dick. I don't think they made him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hide that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, Meg, where what, what, what grade do you give this episode? Uh, so I'd probably give this one a B plus. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it again. I mean, you can go to that well. I don't. Uh, what am I supposed to do? I like this episode a lot. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe an A minus for once. Some... This is my favorite episode of the show. I think is the entire series. I think so. Watching it this I, way or all the way uh, in either direction. All, all the way, because um, Mike is one of my favorite characters, um, and I love that opening. I love. Uh, I love like that that scene where Mike has to choose to leave his granddaughter. I, 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 yeah. And then that scene between Walt and Jesse when the when Jesse's out. I, yeah. Fuck, I love everything about this episode. So sometimes it's hard for me to evaluate it on this type of academic scale because there are things I really disliked about it. But I guess those are just character choices that are in line with the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. I really don't like how he treated Skylar in this show. That would be kind That's of. True. But I guess if he treated Skylar well the plot would just get derailed. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's things that uh, this episode absolutely made sense. So there's that. That's good. Yeah. It's, it felt less confusing when I was trying to put my head, my myself in your head. The only thing that was like, I guess I really didn't recognize the lawyer in street clothes, for example. So I didn't yeah. know who the hell that guy was. And then when I saw Dorothy, it, sometimes when they have characters like that, I'm like, am I supposed to know who the fuck this is? What the, you know yeah. what I mean? So sure, we can bump it up to an A minus. We'll go with an A minus today. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> we did. It. We landed on the moon. Oh my god. Um. Well, let's talk about the under fives, and we're done. There weren't any oh, in this episode. Oh, what? How bad? Unless you want to count Dorothy, because this is her only appearance, or if you want to count uh, Hank's boss, who I I think he's in other episodes. Okay. Let me check. Uh, that guy acts a lot. Holy! Does shit. he just have a lot of like one or two line or one or two episodes? Oh, parts? he's in a bunch of episodes of Breaking Bad. He's just uh, he's just not. I don't know. You see him once in a while as Hank's boss. Oh, okay, right on. I mean, he was he was calling a remote. He he's not. He doesn't work in the same office. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh, that's uh, that's it. Ten episodes. Wow. Well, how about it? We committed to this for ten episodes. We only have fifty-two more episodes to go. That's a whole a whole year of once a week. I remember. I remember when we recorded our fr- when we ended our first episode. Wow! It, oh, what a difference! With that one, could you put that song that they play at graduations? That's like, as we go back, we. Remember. I probably won't actually put the episode clips in there. I might just put that song in. there. That would be good. <laughs> That'd be good because I, I mean, you've heard the podcast. You need to hear us again. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, but well, you should hear like a good song. But we should we should give him a good song. We should, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Um, well, we did. We it. did it. So until um, next week, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, our, uh, our uh, the good uh, Heisenberg to you. Heisenberg to you. Fair listeners. Yeah.
Uh, good. Bye. Bye. Bye.